0: Welcome to the Grad CCD podcast, and thank you for listening. In this episode, we talk with Babson alum Kenza Kermain about her career in business analytics. Kenza will also talk about how her Babson experience helped set her up for success. Welcome to the Grad CCD podcast. I'm Lily Awad from Babson's Graduate Center for Career Development. I'm very excited because I have a former student of mine, Kenza Kermain, here to talk to us about careers in business analytics. Welcome, Kenza. Hi, Lily. It's so nice to see you and just connect after a few years post-grad. I can't wait to dive into this topic because, as you know, it's such a growing field. There's a growing interest in business analytics from Many people, but especially we see it at Babson. Um, And obviously, that led to us launching our Master's of Science in Business Analytics just a few years ago, which you're an alum of. Um, So, Kenza, you work at Nasuni as a business analyst, and we'll talk more about what exactly Nasuni does and what you do there. Um, But first, I wanted to start with uh, your experience at Babson. You graduated from both the MBA and the MSBA program, correct? Yes yeah so um maybe you can share what drove that decision and what it was about the world of analytics that motivated you to eventually pursue the ms in business analytics
1: yep so for me and you know this lily but it's really my passion for health tech and that's you know what made me attracted to the world of analytics and what drove me to take the msba and continue with that So in my case, COVID was actually a blessing in disguise because during my MBA, although I knew I wanted to get into health tech and, you know, the world of analytics was very interesting to me, I was lacking the technical skills and the hard skills that I needed. And that's when the MSBA came into the picture and that was really an opportunity for me to get the basics, get more exposure to those hard skills so that I can, you know, Come outside of it in the hiring field and really get a job and get a role. And so it's it's been, you no, know, the best decision I made, and that's definitely what has helped me to get um, a role today and work at Nusuni.
0: That's that's good to hear. It's great validation, right, to know that you gained those skills coming out of the program. Um, and the MSBA, the MS in Business Analytics, was designed to combine a data scientist skill set with an entrepreneur mindset. So now as someone who's graduated from both the MBA and the MSBA, um, and you're working in the workforce, you're a business analyst, how are you doing that? How are you combining those skills and that mindset?
1: As a business analyst, you definitely need to balance and have both skills and that really will help you succeed. I would say specific to me, Nisuni, although it's been around for a number of years, it's still pretty much functions functions as a startup. So already you're in that culture where things are dynamic, constantly changing. So having that entrepreneurial mindset will help you. You'll have to wear many hats, but then also my analytics team were a team of four mm-hmm. um, servicing, you know, the entire company. So, we, within our team need to wear multiple hats and we need to be comfortable, you know, as I was telling you prior to starting this, but. You know, I, I did the MSBA program, but I'm today sometimes helping out, you know, my data engineer. You know, working out data engineering concepts. Um, so it's really being comfortable wearing multiple hats. It's being able to, even if, you know, you wear multiple hats, don't forget about the big picture. Mm -hmm. um and you know how you want to you know solve a problem or a puzzle is really by understanding the logic which before you even touch and get into you know the sequel or the coding you have to understand that logic and you have to understand what people are asking you to do and understand the why they're asking you to do that what's the value that you're going to be adding um and you know kind of combining those two will help kind of you know deliver good work deliver work that your stakeholders are expecting and a lot of times the work we're delivering is not you know a query right like it's the insights so it really really is about having that entrepreneur's mindset to not be afraid to ask questions to be curious to try you know different tasks that might not fall under your you know role um and then being able to use you know your data scientist skill set to then kind of deliver something that's that the stakeholders are expecting and that will add value to what they're looking for
0: yeah oh that's so great and I love how you said like as a business analyst you're not delivering a query you're delivering an insight I want to actually spend some time on that comment because I think that's so helpful and yeah prior to recording this podcast um, or this episode, we were talking a little bit, catching up, and and you had mentioned that a big chunk of your work is around understanding the product. And like you just alluded to, you're working with multiple stakeholders, you work cross-functionally. Um, what are some of the, I guess, the old... Fashioned way of saying it was soft skills. I think these days people are saying like human-centered or humanistic yeah. skills. What are some of those skills that you picked up at Babson that you feel you're applying to that process?
1: Uh, so many. So I did do my MBA and my MSBA at Babson, but I also did my undergrad. So I'm right. I'm a true product of Babson. <laughs> I would say, you know, the, the biggest soft skill is or the two biggest would be you know communication. And teamwork, I would say communication because, you know, at Babson, we were always doing team project based work, no matter the class that you're taking. And that Mm -hmm. really exposed me to different people. Um, and so now, you know, at Nisuni, I'm not afraid to talk to anyone. (laughs) Like, it's, it really is at the end, you're dealing with humans. And I think just always remembering that that's something that, you know, with the help of Babson has been inculcated with me. But then also the the piece about specifically communication right and just being afraid to listen that huge so as a business analyst like yes you talk and you ask questions but it's also very very important to listen a lot of the times you're getting requests from non-technical you know people and it's it's you need to understand it from a technical way so that you're able to you know technically give them what they need and so just you know listening to their language what they expect having them show you things i think you know show and tell it's very important in our in, in our conversations and then being able to okay so this is what you want repeating kind of your understanding of what they're asking to clarify and then going you know and doing the work and then coming and doing it with you know it could be my whole team that i need to go you know, ask and work with so that I can get something done. Um, but it's also about, you know, reaching out to products managers and reaching out to account managers and understanding their, you know, workflow and their business processes so that I understand what's the data that I'm, you know, that I need to manipulate to give answers. Um, yeah. So I would definitely say communication and teamwork were huge, soft um, skills that, you know, Babson throughout my experience has always emphasized, emphasized. And that's been really helpful.
0: Yeah, no, it's so great to hear how you've applied that. And it sounds like it's working out really well. So congratulations. So on the technical piece of it, you have said um, you've had to learn some data engineering skills. Can you uh, elaborate on the tools that you use as a business analyst?
1: So I primarily use SQL and Tableau the, I would say the other tools for like the data engineer, we're using Matillion, um, but we're also now starting to use like DBT and Airbyte and MetaPlane, and these all sound super cool. Just by the way, I did not know any of them <laughs> before starting. So this is really for the listeners that didn't have that technical knowledge. Um, it's okay, you learn them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the tools I use as a business analyst every day are SQL and Tableau and then where I help out, you know, my data engineers is. On, you know, I need a field to be added to the table that I need to, you know, use for my report and, you know, I have to go into Matillion and I have to like look at how we're ingesting that data from Salesforce and where exactly. Can I add that field? If I add it there, does it change anything else, you know, downstream? Um, so it's really those, I would say those three tools and more so SQL and Tableau. Those are the ones I definitely, every day, I have them both open.
0: <laughs> right, yeah, no, that's super helpful. And I, I do know that those two are taught at Absen. So that's good to know. Um, what did you, what do you wish you knew going into your career in analytics? Is there anything that, like it's it sounds like you had to certainly learn a lot of new things, technical skills especially, but is there anything that like, if you were to advise someone pursuing this career today, if there's just one piece of advice you definitely want to get out there, what would it be?
1: That was so many, because I made a list of all the advice I would give. Oh, yeah? Okay, well, let's do your
0: top three then.
1: <laughs> I would, well, first let me tell you for me, what I wish I knew. just in case you know other people are in that same in that same spot as me and i do believe that the msba program now incorporates it but it's really understanding um how an analytics team functions and what are the different roles and responsibilities just something as simple as you know data analyst versus business analyst or data engineer versus analytics engineer it's 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 definitely Something I would have liked to know more of, because when I first joined this team and the company, that was kind of my biggest learning curve, right? Is. Mm -hmm. Okay. I have two engineers on my team. How do they really, how do we all really work together? What is my. Kind of what are my tasks? What are their tasks? Mm -hmm. Um, and, and with that comes, you know, understanding data infrastructure and, you know, it's, I was, I think, so focused on just. Learning the skills that there's this other piece of, okay, well, as an analytics team, how do you scale? How do you grow? How do you turn your organization into more of a data driven organization that, you know, values the analytics team and department? And I think um, that's, that's kind of what I wish I had asked more about delve more into because it definitely then helps you work better in your team. Um, and you're able to kind of, you know, I, I can come up with solutions, but there's that other layer of is that solution optimal, or am I creating more work for myself down the line and to really be able to know if a solution is optimal. You need to understand kind of how we all function together. How, what are the data models that we're trying to build so that we're not just doing, you know, custom, what we call like custom queries. Right?
0: Okay. So that mm-hmm. again, you
1: can scale become sustainable, etc.
0: If you were hiring for a business analyst on your team today, what are the top three qualifications you'd be looking for? Yep.
1: So I thought about this one and of course technical skills are, I mean, if you know SQL and Tableau as a business analyst, or at least you know, SQL and a visualization tool, then you're pretty good. You're in pretty good shape. You'll be considered. Um, I would definitely say, though, and, you know, at a company like, um, it's the top 3 would be, you know, being a problem solver. That's super, super important. And although I don't have as much experience, I think just from, you know, my coworkers that have tons of experience, no matter the company you work for the problems could be similar, but because every company has its own processes, its own workflows. Those problems will change, so you'll have to, like, you know, be able to change how you approach things and you have to be comfortable with that. You know, being able to problem solve, but then also being comfortable with, you know, uncertainty and change and in a dynamic environment. I think that's also really important and then being a top communicator. And that's just in reference to what I said earlier, you know, being able to understand from non technical users or technical users and then you know, communicate in plain English. <laughs> I think that's, yeah. you know, that's that's a very, very important skill to have in this um, field and as a business analyst.
0: Yeah, and it sounds like in reference, going back to what you were saying about doing the cross-functional work, that communication could be really useful when you're influencing, right, without authority and yeah. really trying to drive something forward. So I, I can 100%. see that. So we've done an episode on this podcast on storytelling, and I know you have so much experience thinking about your own story and personal branding, right? You were in an elective that I taught a few years ago on becoming a thought leader in your area of interest. And you even said at the beginning of the podcast, it was health tech that required a lot of self-awareness and storytelling. So I know you've been through that process. How did you shape your story as a Babson graduate student to land a career in analytics?
1: So for me, I really shaped my story around knowing why I wanted to join this space. And again, my my passion for health tech has always been a constant and, you know, I I, I don't want to keep repeating it. But that really is what shaped my story, because every person I was networking with, having conversations with, including my boss today, it was around kind of my why, my why Mm -hmm. for joining this space. Um, it's And really understanding, you know, what it would bring me today to join the analytics world, but also how it will help me, you know, down the line. Um, so it really is, I would say, just advice for, you know, people who are looking at this space and how to shape your story. Like, don't get so caught up on the fact that this is such a hot field, you know, oh, my God, so cool. I need to learn how to code and blah, blah, blah. No, like try to focus on why is it of interest to you? What motivates you about this space and let your curiosity kind of take you down that line? Because that really is how you understand how the industry that you're interested in, you know, works with analytics, right? Like what data means in that space and all of that will really, really help you, especially if you lack that technical knowledge. Because now you'll, you know, you'll, you'll be able to have conversations around it. And like I said earlier, the technical knowledge, you can learn that there's so much free, you know, online material that. You kind of have no excuse to, you know, learn a tool, but it will be harder if you don't know why you want to join this company or join this field. So really focus on that to shape your story. And to really show that you're curious about it and that you're willing to learn Um, and then kind of everything else will, you know, fall into place
0: a little piece to that. It comes through in interviews, right? Like you could tell when someone is authentically and genuinely passionate and interested in the company in the industry versus someone who's really just trying to get a job as a business analyst and, and kind of just like throwing a dart out there. Any last pieces of advice, um, anything for specifically career changers, having been there yourself, or anything that we didn't cover that you think would be really important for our listeners?
1: Just like what I just said, which is, one, you know, figure out your why. Don't just be influenced by, you know, everyone saying this is a hot field. Like, figure right. out about it is of interest to you. And then 2, and this is especially for the listeners that don't have that technical knowledge. And again, I can speak from there because that's where I was and I was really afraid to get into this field without that technical knowledge. And I just want to say, don't be afraid that you don't have the knowledge 1. You'll learn it don't, you know, don't stop yourself from talking to people who are experts again, it. it, it Doesn't it's all about the mindset. It's all about being aware um, about, you know, how to tackle problems about being analytical about creating logic and all of those will help learn the technical skills. Right? Um, so I would definitely say, don't, don't let the technical learning curve stop you. If you want to get into this career, rather focus on, you know, What what is what is coming out of this field? Right? And and what are questions that are being answered because of analytics that are of interest to you? How are they being answered? Um, I think all of that is is more a mindset and the people that you surround yourself with to get this information.
0: Yeah, and earlier you were commenting that you felt this role, this company, what you're doing today is the perfect fit for a Babson.
1: Yes, student. I love it um, again from Babson. I love the startup, you know, environment, the dynamic environment. I love the fact that I can't just turn to someone and say, how do you solve this? And they can just you know, write a paragraph and tell me how to solve it. it kind of levels out the playing field for everyone in a way. And, you know, it makes it exciting. And I would also say it's it's And Babson taught me this, but you know, it's like anything can be solved and improved. And that really is something that I, you know, that I do at Nisuni. Like, we solve a problem, but then, you know, in thinking about it, for how is it going to be sustainable so we don't see that problem again? Then you have to, you know, really, you really have to understand the problem, understand how you approach it, understand the consequences, all the stakeholders that have a say in this problem. And like, that changes, right? All those factors change. So right. you're gonna keep improving your solutions again and again. So um, so yeah, I love what I do. Um, again, being with super smart coworkers, that definitely, you know, helps too. Um the we have our CEO is extremely data driven. He's actually an analyst when he started his career. So that that's always very exciting because. He, he's not, he's not taking decisions out of emotion. He's really looking at, you know, data. And right. a lot of what we give is what he receives. And, you know, it ha- that's how he makes his decisions. That's how he drives the business. Having, you know, also the the executives have that mindset and value that mindset kind of makes it overall a very, a, an amazing fit for me.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Kenza. This is a wealth of knowledge for students, prospective students, just people looking to get into the field. Thank you so much. Congratulations on a successful career post Babson. Thank you, Lily. And
1: by the way, Lily is the best. So <laughs> if you're at Babson and you need career advice, go to Lily because oh, that really helped shape my story and helped me get into this field. So um, definitely recommend speaking to Lily if you haven't already.
0: Oh, thank you, Kenza. I did not ask her to say that, but I really appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, we have a good team. We have a good team at Grad C We're lucky. A big thank you to Kenza Kermain for joining us for this episode. We hope you all enjoyed it. Please refer to our episode notes for any resources that were mentioned on the show. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.